This is episode four of Our Jesus Story. Welcome to Being Average, where we'll explore how to learn and use God's Word to strengthen our relationship with Him. I'm your host, Madeline Wood, and God has called me to use my testimony on how God is working in my life just as He is working in you for yours. These podcasts are going to be your Cliff Notes version to understanding and applying the Word of God to your life, where I will summarize what I have learned about God this week and then relating it to my very average issues that we all face. Tune in each week to journey with me on learning to keep God in the center of your life. Leave me a comment so I know you are here, and let's get started. Hey everyone, just a little recap. Last episode, we talked about the plans God has for our lives, how to use our talents efficiently, and where to seek knowledge on the word. This episode, we're going to be talking about spiritual remodeling, so how can we make our life look more like Christ's? And I want to start with our humanly struggles, like some some ones that we struggle with on a regular basis, our anger and anxiety. And I just want to bring out um, something that Rick Warren said, Pastor Rick Warren, said in, um, in his written email, not his podcast. So Rick says some interesting things about anger and, you know, how it, affects our spirituality because we're not those feelings aren't from God and so it takes a lot of spiritual willpower to take that step back and think about you know what the consequences of getting angry are and then looking past um someone's words that might have hurt you and see like maybe in their life where they're lacking spiritually and you know to pray for them and like that part of their life that's obviously making them hurt and then you also instead of responding with anger because that's the easy thing to do because that's our you know we ate from the tree so now we have all of these special feelings and god wanted us to have you know control over our own lives and you know eventually just go back to him and you know that he's the best way to live our life through and you want to respond with love before you react, obviously. You don't really want to react because a psalm, in the Psalms it says a fool gives vent to his anger, which means, you know, he's letting out his anger. And that's not the smart thing to do is to just snap at somebody because they snapped at you. And so Rick says, ask these questions before you respond. Say, well, why am I angry? What do I really want out of this relationship? And then how can I get what I want out of that relationship? I know you guys probably have a couple of best friends, and I have, you know, one really good best friend, and we end up having to, if someone, one of us says something mean, and they were like, okay, hey, I know you're feeling upset right now, but let's table this conversation for later. Anger usually comes from hurt, frustration, or it's a call for help. You know, typically when you're dealing with suicidal people, they lash out in anger. Like, they tend to be angry people, and that's, you know, a cry for help like I've been there I've done that and I was angry and nobody wanted to be my friend because all I was doing was being angry and I also want to jump over to anger Matt eighteen fifteen. it says so this is a group of people asking Jesus how often will my brother sin against me and then I forgive him seven times and Jesus responds I do not say to you seven times but 77 times so 
Jesus is, you know, telling people, like, you can't expect them to be perfect. Like, they're going to feel these feelings of anger or frustration or hurt. And it's not okay to respond to them angrily. It's, you know, you want to pray for them and, you know, help them to forgive themselves. And, you know, I really like this passage because it's talking about how Jesus doesn't want us to get frustrated with people who are frustrated with their own lives and then you take it out on the person nearest to us that's to respond with love and say how can I help this person um, and I think that's really important and even our own anger like it's important to realize it's really like the consequences of your anger really aren't worth it in the end love is you know the answer to everything love and god like if you love god that's going to be the answer to your anger and i also wanted to point out a passage that i really really like about anxiety it's in matthew 6 and it says therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient for the day is its own trouble um, and it's really important because we wake up in the middle of the night and we can't fall back asleep because we're worrying about that ticket that we got. I got a ticket for speeding today. I woke up in a panic because I was like, oh, I still have to deal with that today. And you know what I did instead of doing what I usually do? I got my head together. Um, I put my mind right. And I said, you know, God, I know that you have a plan for me and it's not to lose my driver's license for a speeding ticket. Please provide me with like a really great lawyer uh, so I can get this handled. And a couple hours later, I contacted this lawyer that came across my screen and he's pretty confident he's gonna be able to get it dismissed or at least to equipment failure. That's awesome. Little things like that, like if you have faith that, that God's gonna take care of you, like he wants the best for you. And so if you have faith that he's gonna take care of you, then will because I already believe it's gonna happen. And so I kind of want to talk about steps to beginning, you know, our spiritual remodeling because, you know, there are a lot of steps to remodeling a house. Same thing, if not more, for remodeling a person. You know, if there's any sort of pain in your life, first thing you're going to want to do is, you know, acknowledge that pain as a pain of being reclaimed by God. Like, if you're turning your thoughts to praising God, the devil doesn't want you to do that. He doesn't want you to be closer to God. He wants to win. And it's really important that you acknowledge your pain, but then bring it to the cross, as my uh, pastor back home always says. Bring it to the cross. Bring all your hurt and your struggles to the cross, because that's the only place they need to be, because Jesus will take care of you. He will not let you fall. And then, like I said earlier, God wants the best for you. This There's a verse that Jesus says, and it says, Hear, like, you know, hear with your ear. It says, Hear, O daughter, and consider and incline your ear. I will cause your name to be remembered in all its generations. Therefore, nations will praise you forever and ever. He's, he's there for you. He wants the best for you. Like, he, it doesn't say, Oh, you know, two or three people, like a millennia from now, will know who you are. No, 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 no. He's saying, nations will praise you forever and ever so if you have faith with him you're gonna end up like elijah and alicia and you know all the people in the bible that we always talk about you know and billy graham if you know we there was a modern bible written at some point billy graham would definitely be in it right so pastor warren you know all of these big names and that's because they've done exactly what god's asked the next verse is uh part of uh 46 psalm 46 says god in the midst of her she shall not be moved and god will help her when the morning dawns 
Uh, it's referring to a city, but I always think it's interesting when they use female pronouns because I think it's really important and probably very intentional to use these kinds of pronouns. I mean, this is our uh, holy book. This is our family history. And it's always, whatever's in here is intentional. So first two things, you need to acknowledge your pain, you know, that it's from, it's being reclaimed. Like, you know, like we talked about last, last episode, you're being sanded down to, um, or think of it like this way. Like, you know, when you have to factory reset your iPhone, cause it has so much stuff on it, that's what's happening. So you're being factory reset and now you have to upload all your apps back onto it. Right. Secondly, he wants the best for you. We just read that verse about being remembered forever and ever. And then uh, you want to put your heart right. And that's really important. Pastor Rick Warren talks about it. It's a, uh, it's a psalm and it says, put your heart right, reach out into God, then face the world again. Firm and courageous and all of your troubles will fade from your memory. That's really important because... Our troubles are, A, in the past, like there's not a lot you can do to it. My favorite part of uh, this particular monologue from Rick is he shouts to us in our pain. He's like, hello, you know, I'm still here and I want to help you, but you just have to let me. And so if we're not inclining our ear like it tells us to in Psalm 45, hear, O daughter, and consider and incline your ear. So if we're not even listening, how is God going to be able to help us? It's really important that we try to focus on God. There's another part that Rick refers to in the Bible when he's talking about. It's the story of David and Bathsheba's child uh, dying. So David mourned and he fasted while the child was sick. But when he died, David went to the church and worshipped. It's important because we talked about our anxieties and what's frustrating us in life. Matthew 6, it tells us to not worry about tomorrow. But the same thing applies for the past because at this point in time, David's kid is dead. Like, he's not going to come back to life. Like, God took him to be with him and gained eternal life with God. David went to church and he worshipped. And that's the really important thing. Whenever we're feeling anger, frustration, or anxiety, we have to go and climb our ears back to God. Put a big speaker up to your ear and plug it into God. He's going to support you. He's going to be there. You put your heart right to do the right thing. You know, when you're angry at someone, the thing you really want to do is yell at them and lash out at them. But the right thing to do is to respond with love and healing and a message from God. What is God saying to them and how can you help them hear that because maybe they're not inclining their ear. And then you want to start creating meaningful spiritual rhythm. You don't you don't move into a new house and never clean the floor. Like you want your house, it's remodeled, it's beautiful. Like let's say we remodeled your kitchen. It's going to stay clean. Like you're not going to have a messy kitchen and something you just spent a bazillion trillion dollars to remodel. You want to create those meaningful rhythms and God tells you how to do that. Jesus tells you how to do that in the New Testament and he does that by fasting. And people are like, oh, fasting's from the Old Testament, but Jesus tells us multiple times that, um, you know, fasting is the key to spiritual growth. It helps you focus because there's a part that is in the Bible and it says... Uh, Matthew 4, and it's talking about when Jesus is in the desert and the devil goes, 
hey, just turn all that into bread and then you'll have food. But he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's a direct relation to fasting because he fasted for 40 days. He was trying to speak to his father and focus on him. And you can fast for 40 days if you want. But, you know, kind of like exercising, you have to build up to it. So, you know, building in spiritual rhythms is painful because, you know, you're remodeling. And it's really, it's hard to get back into it, like exercising. Like, you can't just go run five miles. You have to build up to it. So what my pastors encouraged all of us to do is to begin fasting once a week. I'm going to start doing my fasting Thursday night to Friday. I'm about to have my last meal for the next 24 hours. And then, you know, maybe in two months, I'm going to up that uh, fasting period, okay? Maybe, maybe I'll do it twice a week at the beginning of the week and the end of the week. It's just, it's really important that we all focus on creating a spiritual rhythm because it's, it's hard. Um, a lot of people and their false prophets, they'll say, oh, fasting, it's not that important, but, um, Jesus in Mark nine twenty five to 29, Jesus rebukes, um, a deaf and mute demon, uh, after prayer, and fasting and the disciples couldn't figure out why when they tried to do it they couldn't do it and he said this kind of demon is only removed by prayer and fasting so this demon's like the big honcho of demons like he's deaf and mute like he's causing this person all sorts of ailments and jesus says you gotta bring out the big guns and you know if things are going wrong in your life or with people around you fast for them and fast for yourself because that way you can focus you can you can incline your ear and you can really bring all your anger and your anxiety and you know help for other people all into one place and you know begin that process of spiritual remodeling so now we're adding all our apps back by fasting we're trying to pick 24 hours each week starting today for me at least and you know it's gonna be you know dinner to dinner right uh so it's my last meal my next meal probably won't be till 7 30 on friday i'm gonna have my first fast so i'll let you guys know how that goes in the next episode just to recap those steps you're gonna need to acknowledge your pain you need to understand that god wants the best for you and you need to put your heart right so you need to do the right thing in all of these negative emotions, give them to the cross. The last step, you need to start creating meaningful spiritual rhythms. And one way I'm going to start doing that is by doing fasting. And I really encourage you guys to take part in that next time. Drop me a comment. Let me know you were here. Send me a message if you have any questions about what I've been talking about. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys.